Man, wow, I can't believe it. Another semester at Praise Down University. Oh, man. Oh, bro, we're sophomores. I can't believe it. I, well, I'm technically a freshman again since I switched majors, but, like, it's well, great to be uh, in our what, second what year you, of college. What did you switch to? I was I switched to an engineering major. Okay, well, I get it. Your parents are really strict. Yeah. What are, what are you, um, what, what classes you taking? Uh, I'm mostly taking math classes, one class about bridges, uh, one class about different shapes, and uh, one about just which uh, which kinds of graph paper are the best. Oh, I see, I see. I'm, I'm taking a class called CFL. Um, oh. Yeah, it, it stands for Comedy Fight League. Oh, wow. And my first class is on October 6th at 8 o'clock, and it's some kind of roast battle. Oh, interesting. You're enrolled in this as well. We're we're oh, we're yeah. we're doing roast battling together. Not that. not against each other. No. I've already looked at the syllabus. I'm I'm going up against another classmate of ours over at Praise Down University, Cameron Brewer, you know? I'm yeah, familiar with Cameron. Yeah. And uh and you're and you're you're roasting another classmate, huh? Yeah, I'm having a uh, a compliment battle. Uh a, a polite comedy politely match. Okay. Against one Wampus Reynolds. Sort of an independent study. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not. We're not going to get credit for it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it's not worth the. It, it doesn't uh, net you any credit hours. Uh, so, uh, what, what other class are you taking? Uh, well, I'm taking this weekly class. It's at a weird time. It's on Sunday nights. Uh, it's on Sunday <laughs> nights at. Paseo Plunge, and it's called Public Access. Uh, it's a, sort of an open mic style of format. It's, oh, cool. Like, uh, it's sort of a speech class? Yeah, it's sort of a speech class. I'm going to get credit toward my engineering degree with that. Uh, and uh, it's, you know, it's sign up is at 7 o'clock. It's, you can enroll at any time in the year. No kidding. You don't have to just do it in the fall. Yeah, so if you, you want to just... Could I come and audit if I don't, uh, don't want to take the class? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, cool. Yeah, there's a sign-in sheet. You just sign in at uh, 7 o'clock, and then class will begin at 7.30. That's fun. And you know what? They're actually letting me teach this one. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. You're a freshman again, but you seem like you're really moving up feels that way what else am i taking here i see uh i'm taking kind of an independent study oh yeah it it takes place in in like the college recording studio um it i'm we're recording a little project for credit called paneled okay and it's me and cameron brewer who's in who's in the cfl class with us mm -hmm. and we're uh we're talking about comic books and we're reading them aloud and just sort of describing them panel by panel and sort of uh Sort of making comics accessible to people, mm -hmm. and we, we've got a really good we've got a really good teacher who put this whole thing together, and it's a and it's a fun little show, and it's a and it's available on iTunes as it releases. Sounds really good. Mm -hmm. Could I take that class? You could take that class. I think I'm going to. Yeah, you can come on in for one. Mm -hmm. And then I've got hmm. This one's this one's kind of strange. It's Wait. it's. This okay. one's kind of strange. It, it, it's sort of a, uh, it's sort of a public outreach program. Oh, we're just trying to get rates and reviews for our university. Oh my gosh, Praise Down University, they're thinking about cutting funding to the arts here at Praise Down University. I know, and we won't let them. Uh -uh. You need to go to iTunes, where our college is. 
rated. Rated. Yeah. Uh, and you, you got to go rate it five stars and say that you love Praise Down University and you got your degree in Talk in the Walk here mm-hmm. or you got degree in Talk and Tune here. Yep. Uh, tune Discourse oh. Science. Yeah. Yeah. TDS. Uh, and, or, or what have you, uh, Thinking and Praying. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a, a cognitive, cogni- yeah. cognitive faith studies. <laughs> Just tell yep. tell us what your degree's in. Tell us you love Praise Down University and the reviews, and maybe maybe they won't cut the arts. Maybe we'll save the uh, the community center over here. Here's hoping. Now, if you really love Praise Down University, if you're a true alumnus, just like any college, yes, we're asking you for money. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we are under the Good Trash Patreon. You can go to that at. Uh, Patreon.com slash GTM. The GTM is for Good Trash Media. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, you can get uh, bonus content, bonus uh, electives mm-hmm. out of that, um, such as episodes of The Silly Marillion uh, and... Secular Sunday, Secular right? Secular Sunday, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we're both in that one. Yep. Oh, look, who's this? Oh, it's our, it's our, fr- it's our friend Wyatt. Hey, you're, Wyatt. You're a junior this year, right? Yeah. Hang on. Sorry, one second. <laughs> You're in a band, right? That's tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, cool. we, we we play a lot of shows around around the university. Um, mm-hmm. Go 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 cats. Go cats. Go cats. Oh. <laughs> Bracedown University cats. Yeah. Meow. Meow. Claw, claws up. Here, G- one second. G- you. No. <laughs> go cats. Go cats. Claws up, and, and uh, why? Tell tell us your band. Um, we are flock of pigs. Cool, go pigs. Go well, yeah, go pigs. Meow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the that, that's the exact noise. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Claws up, snouts up, baby. Yep. Uh, where where are y'all playing in the next two weeks? Um, we're gonna be playing at Plaza District Fest uh, mm-hmm. Saturday night at eight. It's on the 29th of September. Um, we'll be playing at. <laughs> We're playing at another university. I'm so sorry. We're going to be playing at OU. It's okay. Homecoming. You got to hustle. Oh, our rivals. I know. Yeah. Um, um, and that's going to be in October 21st, Sunday. Sunday Excellent. Night. Cool. So if you're Norman, free show. Um, and we're at we're at no U. Is this? You know, it's probably going to be in like some field or something Sweet. around some. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like it, college, uh, totally college, right? It'll be an outdoor show. It's so college. It's gonna be frisbees, yeah. and freaking like uh, guitars on the quad and, and like, stuff. People hanging in their hammocks, hammocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, they do that a lot there. Yeah, yeah. yeah they like, love it. Like dudes slacklining and uh, and uh, sort of like white guys like spitting into their hands and making their dreadlocks nicer. Yeah, yeah. You know, college stuff. Yeah, dude. Totally. Devil sticks oh, for sure. God. Yeah. I, that sounds like a real good time. Yeah, it's gonna be a great show. We can't wait. Out. Now, if you give me a moment, what's? Oh, oh, hey, it's the mailman. Oh, mailman. What? What do you have for us today? Uh, it's me. I'm the mailman. <laughs> no, here, let's. It's me. I'm the mailman. <laughs> uh, I brought you a piece of mail. Uh, an epistle. An epistle. Let me just. Can you uh, can you reach in your piss bag and get it for me? It's not. <laughs> yes, I can. 
I'll reach into my bag of epistles. Yeah, the piss bag. What'd I say? You... This epistle. No, 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 no. It's, you're the mailman. Give me my mail. <sighs> Fine. You're the mailman. <laughs> I'll crumple it over, you crazy. I fucking hate my job. <laughs> That's my problem, pal. Uh, this one is, is just sort of a, a, a continued apology from Electra. We, we did not have time to watch your video again. And we're so sorry. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, Electra. We will watch it tomorrow i'll make it my personal mission mm -hmm. and i will have things to say about it the following week yes i'll watch it right before the episode so my thoughts are fresher or you can week. you can freaking get rate us one star and i and i'll know that i deserve it yeah uh you are the only person allowed to rate us one star though. yeah yeah you've you've been given approval if we don't watch this video right which we will so we got we got a we got a pretty cool class coming up here. Yeah, I'm really excited for this class we're about to walk into right now. Yep. That's come on into the building. Wow, thanks for having us. Uh, it's great to be here. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so this class is uh, is is a course called an episode of the Praise Down with Griffin Thomas. Let's get started, class. Hey everybody, it's the Praise Down. This welcome is the Praise to, Down. Welcome to the Praise Down, the number one Christian review podcast on the web that's still nice and not some sort of sort of like uh, sort of donkey roasty kind of podcast by yeah the, by, uh, for for atheists or whatever. Right, it's the best secular podcast about Christian stuff. The best secular prod secular prod podcast podcast about Christian stuff. Right. It's, yeah, uh, I'm. He's Alex Sanchez. Yeah. He's Hreeth Ruffman. And we're here to follow boy. podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, podcast. Podcast. We're here to do the podcast. Podcast. I should have warmed up before I got on this mic. Podcast. Podcast. Podcasting. Pod. Casting our pods to the wind. Uh, who do we got with us, Heath? I'm uh, glad you asked. We have the uh, host of Podcasting is Not a Dead Scene. It's Griffin Thomas. Hey, Griffin. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice Hi. to see you. Hi. Uh, how are you doing? What's up? I'm doing all right. Just, yeah. Just, just hanging out. Yeah. Just going to talk about some cool Christian music. Just been watching us talk for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know. Getting some good chuckles in. Yeah, getting those Nazis, getting mm -hmm. warmed up, getting, mm -hmm. getting your laugh box hot. Singing the Halo theme. Yeah, singing, <laughs> singing the Halo theme a little bit. <laughs> we did um, sing the Halo theme. Okay, uh, can you tell me the the Halo? Can you tell Alex the Halo story that you told me two nights ago? Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, do you want me to tell the whole thing, including like, I go, I'll just go into okay, as so, much as you consider relevant. Yeah. All right. I uh, when I was like maybe in around whenever Halo One came out, I uh, was in a three wheeler accident. Whenever Combat Evolved. Yeah, Combat Evolved. <laughs> CE. Uh, 
I was in a three-wheeler accident at my friend's house. Three-wheeler. And, yeah, they're a very dangerous. They're outlawed now. They're, they're dangerous, okay. like those, those type of things. And uh, I, like, shredded my foot. It was, like, super fucked up. It was bad. And uh, so I was, like, laid up for a little while. And uh, my stepdad at the time uh, was an actor here in town. Mm. And uh, he, <laughs> he went to, like, college with Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, uh, and like so, now, <laughs> now you mean Labamba? La yeah, okay. Labamba himself. Uh, so Labamba was visiting us. He was visiting like friends in Oklahoma, and he he came by the house, and I was like in the living room playing Halo, you know, because mm-hmm. I was a a young boy, laid up, not going to school and stuff. And uh, he asked me like what I was doing, and I said I'm, you know, I'm playing Halo, and he asked if he could play. So I 1v1'd Lou Diamond Phillips <laughs> in Blood Gulch at Halo Combat Evolved. <laughs> I don't, Lou, if you're out there, I don't know if you remember this, but hopefully you do. Come on the show. We'll get you a rematch with Griffin. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips, please come on the Praise Town. Yeah. Tell us what your favorite Christian music yeah. is. I bet it bangs. Yeah, yeah, we know you come to Oklahoma. Like, there's no excuse now. I don't yeah. know if he has in a while. I mean, I saw him one time, and this was maybe, I don't know, like 16 years ago, probably. But. Sure, okay. but there's a chance. <laughs> what you're saying is there's a chance. Yeah. Did wow. uh, when he when he remarked on you playing Halo? Did he uh, did he ever say anything about like? Wow, this isn't what combat looked like when I was growing up. Did it evolve? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he actually did say that. (laughs) Super weird that you knew that. Wow. (laughs) Did he also say, what's up, gamer, to you? Yeah, he said, okay, now this (laughs) is epic. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been in La Bamba. Yeah, also I was in Bats. (laughs) It's a great movie. Jeez. Wow. Let's talk the so, walk. Yeah, that's that story. Yeah, let's 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 talk the walk. Talk the walk. So 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 Griffin, how's your walk in general? <laughs> uh pretty non existent. Sweet. Yeah. Uh I was raised completely non religious. Cool. Uh my mom is agnostic, borderline atheist. Okay. Uh and my father is a extremely practicing Buddhist. Fuck. Whoa. Uh, that's more. I, I, I say recent. It's like you know, past fifteen years. You okay. know, it's like so. It wasn't something that I like grew up with. Uh, but yeah, he's very into that. He like le- leads Zen Buddhist stuff. Well, does he have a lot of loose clothing? I mean, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. He seems like more yeah. of a loose guy than a tight guy. Yeah. Yes. He's a professional musician. He's he's cool. a cool dude. Cool. Uh, cool. But yeah, I just I never really grew up with any of that stuff. I it was never anything. That, it wasn't like uh, my parents were like aunt like you know you don't believe in God or whatever. Yeah. It was just like literally never brought up in any capacity. I di- I probably didn't even know what Christianity was until I was like in fifth or sixth grade probably wow uh that's a long time it's so weird to uh, it's i mean it's so interesting to hear about it's so fascinating <laughs> to hear about people who come from families where it just like didn't get talked about my dad came from one of those families yeah i mean my dad my dad converted to Marry my mom, basically. Ah. Mm-hmm. He was 28. He was, like, in the Whoa. clear to Whoa. never be Christian. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Dang. He must really love your mom. Yeah, he does. That's nice. 
Glad you asked. <laughs> Real mom lover over here. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess I guess the thing to ask you about here is, did you have any weird um, sort of tangential brushes with religion growing up that um, I guess you weren't super accustomed to? I mean, it's kind of hard to. I mean, I grew up in Oklahoma City. I spent. I also my my dad lives in Buffalo, New York, so I spent a lot of time living there too. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I went you know elementary school, middle school in Oklahoma City, so it's kind of hard to avoid running into some amount of Christianity. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember I went to, it wasn't Falls Creek. It was some other, like I got invited by my friend Marcus in like, this would have been like fifth or sixth grade to go mm-hmm. to some church camp retreat thing. It, I know mm-hmm. it wasn't Falls Creek. It was some other one that was like out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And there's like a ton of kids there, like a ton of people there. What, what denom, what denomination was your, was your buddy? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. Was like, it camp? maybe, maybe Methodist. I don't think it was Baptist. Was it Camp Tolokogi? I don't know. I probably wouldn't know off the top of my head. Disciple, Disciple now. camp. Yeah. I just remember. Disciple lips now. They had like, <laughs> this will be a. Th- <laughs> wow. I really love Disciple lips now. <laughs> it's a good camp. A, a, a through line of my experience with church will always be like if the church had a PS2 or not. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And so this, I remember there was PS2 at this thing. What games? Uh, Tony Hawk, definitely. Underground? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I don't know. Underground was a little bit of a nasty boy Tony Hawk game. Yeah, th- this might have been That's around true. the time of three because that one okay. was on like 64 still. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, but yeah. I just remember like being in the crowd and there was like it was like a huge like auditorium and like people are like crying and like you know they're having to like you know give give their life to the Lord right then and like go up and like cry up on stage and stuff mm-hmm. and I was like it was wild I'd like I didn't even know that was like a thing and oh, I, like man and like they were like you know they were like trying you know telling like if anyone out there hasn't done this like you know you you have to do this now. And I was, I was just like sitting there just like, <laughs> oh, that's the uh, language uh, they use. Yeah. Nice. Like, hey, bad news, guys. <laughs> Now's the time. If you haven't done this, we can't let you go until you do. Yeah. You gotta. You uh, gotta. That's about all I remember from that one. But uh, yeah, I just remember that was like super, that was super weird. Uh, and then like later on, like I just, you know, I never, I didn't go to church or anything. Uh, but then in like middle school, like seventh, eighth grade, uh, everyone would go to this cool skateboard church. That was next to, uh, like, near where our middle school was, like, where... Did it also happen to be Kirsten Thurkelson's skateboard church? It is the exact same church. No! <laughs> yes, I knew her back then. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, the only but, trick you're allowed to do is the Christ Yeah, the air. Christ air. It's <laughs> hard to do. Uh, so, yeah, I would go to that for not for, like, uh, any actual religious reasons, but just because there was free pizza... Yeah, mm-hmm. I skateboarded a lot back then, so nice. I would skateboard. What kind of pizza was it? Probably like Little Caesars or something. I, I mean, you. it wasn't anything you know, high class. We uh, had Hungry Howies when I was a kid. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's not <laughs> as regional as it sounds. They invented flavored crust, like before Sweet. Pizza Hut was doing it, before Domino's mm. was doing it. This is 15 years ago. They're flavoring <laughs> their damn crusts, and it was. Amazing. I mean, it, it was. was it, it's been right there forever. It's not like they needed to wait for the technology. Yeah, exactly. 
Also, I kind of turned my nose up at the idea of high class pizza. Yeah, yeah, because it's it is a proletarian food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's places in the city here that have some very fancy pizzas. It's garlic bread with tomato sauce. Like it is, <laughs> it is the people's food. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this take is ready for the world, but Little Caesars is the best pizza. Wow. What? It, I, I can't. I can't co-sign it. I don't... Th- I mean, look, Mazio's? Yeah. E- even CeCe's I would put above... I don't know. I, I always felt like CeCe's pizza was more of like a pub food kind of pizza because it was it was tiny slices. And you get all the little dessert pizzas, too. They there had were, like the cinnamon pizza. There were dessert zaz. If you just want like a straight ahead, we're not going to fuck you around pizza, it's Caesar's, y'all. Yeah. Holy shit, guys. There is one... Hungry Howie's in the OKC Metro, and it's all Whoa. the way in damn Dell City. Of course it is. <sighs> that sounds like the most Dell City-ass Dude, pizza place. Oh, man. Uh, okay, we're taking a praise downfield trip to Hungry Howie's at some point. <laughs> right now. Here, we'll just come right. back to this. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. We're going to finish the podcast. We could probably plug the board into a car. Like a, <laughs> like a car outlet. Yeah. A cigarette lighter. A cigarette lighter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cars still have those, right? I mean, mine does. Yeah. Podcasters uh, in cars getting pizza. <laughs> Tune into our new show, Podcasters in Pars getting... Cod... Codpasters. Yep. Fish evangelists. Card captors? Yeah. <laughs> card captors. You guys ever watch Card Captors? <laughs> It's an anime yeah, yeah. from the 90s. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, it, it doesn't matter. Go on. <laughs> uh, so you get Caesars at the skateboard church. Yeah, yeah. At the, skateboard. It, sk- the skateboard church gave you everything you needed, and it it was just like God too, maybe, and you and you just went, nah? Yeah, it was just like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I went because it was like a social thing to do, just because I liked mm-hmm. to, you know, go hang out with people, and so many people went and did that. And yeah, I don't know, just... Uh, from the first time I heard about the whole, uh, you know, the whole God business, I was just like, I don't know, this kind of doesn't doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, like yeah. that doesn't seem like a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I just never, uh, I never really did that. I would just go to the, I went to that one, and then another, like big mega church sometime because like our friends would go up there, and then we would just like smoke weed and sweet, <laughs> sweet. It was just like an excuse for like our parents to drop us off somewhere where like we could go hang out outside for a little while. Yeah. And then you just go inside, hear a little bit of the word, mm-hmm. eat pizza, play some NCAA on the yeah. Xbox one on mm-hmm. the original Xbox, I should say. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then go home. Not the Xbox one, the Xbox episode one. Yeah. Episode yeah. one, the Phantom the Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I really, I really respect churches that are cool that also know that, that's kind of what they are. Uh, not just a church, but also just kind of like a generic community center. Yeah. Because, I mean, especially if the funding inside in, within certain cities isn't there, churches kind of are. And churches that are cool enough to just be like, yeah, we're a church, but also like, I don't know, where else are people going to go? You know? Yeah. yeah. Bring your kids here. It'll keep them off the streets. We'll try to discourage them from smoking weed. Didn't work. Sure, sure. Yeah. It never yeah. does. Uh, I'd say after that, though, like, so after I got out of high school and I was living in New York at the time, I went way farther into the not God stuff and became 
militant atheist. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Pure baby. fedora. Okay, you tell me about your militant atheist face. You tell me about, I'll tell you about mine. I got an upside down cross and pentagram tattooed behind my ear. Is it still there? It is still there. Can we yes. see it? Yeah, it's it's behind this ear. Badass. Nice. It's nice. Yeah, nice. it was it was nice. a choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I would I was very into arguing with people online about God because you know <laughs> that is a a situation in which you definitely change people's minds all yeah. the time. Where were your favorite argument hubs? Facebook. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, people you know. Oh, absolutely. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I was definitely a very out, uh, angry against religion man uh, when I was 18, 19 years old. Oh, that's the best time. Yeah. You know, I was going through some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very, you know, I was, like, calling myself, like, an anti-theist and stuff Whoa. like that. Watching way too much, like, Hitchens and Dawkins and stuff like that. Whoa. And it was, it's, like... Every time I go on Facebook now and like look at my, because you know you can look at like your memories, like the oh, honest day, yeah. dude. I delete like five things every single time I look. Oh, like, I'm God. trying to cl- trying to clear it out. Like it is that, real bad. That's why I delete my Facebook and get a new one every five years. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's straight a, that's straight cool up, move. straight up, just you're gonna hate yourself. <laughs> it's real bad. Like, like whoever you were five years ago, that dude sucks somehow. Yeah, yeah. Just. Just scrub him from the web the best you can, mm-hmm. and just be the person you are for five more years, yeah, and then I think there's a picture of me planking on my Facebook. <gasps> oh my Jeez. god! Whoa. Yeah, I've had the same Facebook since seventh grade. Yeah, I had a Zanga. Eighth grade. All the Zangas are are lost mm-hmm. to the fire now, though. They were that's all purged shame. if you didn't log on. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I wanted to find all my old terrible me being fourteen pictures, and they were. <laughs> They were, All lost to the ether. They were fortunately gone. <laughs> yeah. There are pictures on Facebook of me with like my hair down to my back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man. Like, early oh, high school. Man. I uh, In a fedora with yeah. a uh, flash drive around my neck. Did you, as how much an Scott accessory. did you listen to? Not as much as Whoa. I looked like I did. I went straight from Christian music to Pink Floyd. Okay. <laughs> Pink, Pink Floyd can be enjoyed by Christians, I think. It was yeah. for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of like not being a Christian anymore and getting into post rock like I did. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all just very sort of it's all vibe stuff still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I loved Pink Floyd and Rush. Those were the two. Dude, hell yeah! My my Rush most perfect band. <laughs> my most terrible um, online um, blunder, I guess, was I had a I got approved for a comedian MySpace page. When I, was, okay. when I was 15 years old. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, it is it is not there anymore. If it was, I would have left it up. <laughs> um, the, the name I went by was Heath, comma, comedian extraordinaire, exclamation point. Yeah! And I... Basically, y'all, I just finished watching Dimitri Martin when I was 15 years old. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I love one-liners. And so I just so I just learned how to play the piano good enough to make people think I knew how and did bad one-liners. Yeah. Dude, Dimitri Martin was the guy that made me want to do it. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I watched uh, a lot of him when I was young. I used to yeah. want to do stand up, but I'm a coward, so sure, I, I never sure. did it. But uh, you'd be surprised the uh, number of cowards who do stand up. Yeah, that's very true. I did. Yeah. I did do improv for a little while when I lived in New York, and uh, found myself pretty bad at it. So oh, hell yeah, I play music. So I was like, you know what? I can do up there and just like hide on stage because yeah. it's like not just. Yeah, Me? you. Yeah, you, you could do whatever the bass playing version of improv is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> improv, which which is just standing in the outside of the circle and reacting to stuff. Yeah. Oh but, shit! Yeah. Yeah. Just but, uh, holding it down, but my MySpace page is gone, unfortunately, and I and I have no reason to lie to either of you. I don't remember any of the jokes I had. Yeah. Not a one. Uh, I didn't do any comedy on MySpace. My MySpace page, though. The back because I really fucked heavily with HTML yeah. on the website mm-hmm. MySpace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My background was a Jack Skellington. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Go on. And like, I had a playlist that started automatically that I'm pretty sure had some of the like. The only Fallout Boy song I've ever heard to this day is the song that they did for the re-release of the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. I didn't even know that existed. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Fiona Apple does a song on there? She Wants Revenge does a song on She there? Wants Revenge is good. Yeah, dude. Wow. I know. He used to be a rapper, From the guy that, that does that. Whoa. The main guy in She Wants Revenge. He was actually a decent rapper, too. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he's pretty good. I put out maybe, like, four 10-minute sets on <laughs> my comedy. That's a lot. Mice. Yeah. Wow. And my... My biggest, the the biggest reception I had uh, was oh there were also like conservative like conservative kid political rants on there nice yeah just just the whole gamut uh, but also um, a friend of a friend started DMing me on my comedy MySpace to tell me that I just wasn't funny <laughs> Jesus yeah. <laughs> And I kept going, hey, sorry you don't find me funny. Maybe it's just not your thing. And he goes, oh, no, um, you're just not <laughs> funny. He's really trying to break your Whoa. spirit. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't do comedy again for another seven years, so yeah. I guess it worked. <laughs> but uh, goodness, goodness, yeah. goodness. Um, so um, you went to skateboard church. Skateboard church, militant atheism. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot because of I was really I played in a lot of bands like punk bands and hardcore bands and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know just a lot of your friends in that you know scenario just very anti-religion you know stuff like that yeah. a lot of metal and all that kind of stuff so uh, that's that's how I kind of a lot of Dave fell into that Mustang type guys <laughs> yeah a lot of leather bracelets mm. uh, uh. <laughs> I didn't own a leather bracelet <laughs> thank God never no, never. Feel like you missed out, <laughs> uh, but then yeah, I just uh, I kind of I one day when I was in my like I don't know I was probably like twenty twenty one twenty I don't know somewhere in my early twenties I just uh, stopped caring about any of that and was like why am I spending like so much time thinking about something I don't believe in so perfect you know I just I completely stopped caring about any of shit like that and that that's kind of where i've been since then so i i kind of had a similar thing i never played in any punk bands but i definitely just like got really into um 
the sort of angriest sort of atheist podcasts. Okay. Um, and I kind of I kind of pumped the brakes once I realized I was annoying my friends that ultimately agreed with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a big part of it. Yeah, like oh man, I'm <laughs> I'm bugging the people that agree with me. That's that's a lot. And Alex and I had volunteered at the atheist convention this year. We did, and okay. it, was, it was a really sort of surreal experience seeing in person the hosts of all these podcasts I used to like. Yeah. I still like, yeah. We did not talk about that at all. Did we not? <laughs> no. Okay. Who from podcast did you see? Okay, so one of the guys, uh, his name was Seth. He introduced himself to all of us at the Planned Parenthood table. Oh, wild. And, uh, and he runs a podcast called The Friendly Atheist. Sure. Which I used to listen to. Wow. And then the people at the table next to us were, they were just like in my ear the whole time, but they were, they were all from the atheist experience in Austin. And you listened to that as well? Yeah, it was a call-in show. Huh. Awesome. Yeah. And so I just kind of like, I had to reconcile feeling weirdly starstruck, but also kind of ashamed. <laughs> it's like how I would feel if I met Dan Harmon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to be a, a big listener of Harmontown, and I have not been able to watch it in a long time. Um, would If you all met Dan Harmon, would you do, like, an ironic Pickle Rick? I don't I, think I would. I'm such a coward when it comes to, like, any situation like that. I, I, I think I probably wouldn't even look him in the eye or interact with him in any way. No, yeah, yeah same. Like, if I have to interact... With even a person with a name that anybody knows, <laughs> I have to I have to just do the best to either stay out of their way or impress them as much as possible. Yeah. Um, I saw I saw Duncan Trussell in Kansas oh, wow. City, and that was a cool show. Um, but he kind of tried to sneak out the back of the Kansas City Improv, and some people were like, "Oh, he's coming around this way," and we all encircled Duncan. Oh, no. And people are giving Duncan gifts, like a Ouija board. Someone gives Duncan a homemade Ouija board. Someone gives Whoa. him a, someone gives him a marijuana cookies, I think they're called. Okay. And, nice. some, and people give him just, like, like, uh, like their leather-bound copy of the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Like, shit Duncan likes, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. And everybody interacts with Duncan except me. And Duncan looks at me. He's like... What about you? Hey, man. <laughs> oh, What's your no. deal? And I, and I just go, thank, I, I, I go out to shake his hand. I'm like, thank you. The show is very good. <laughs> I didn't know we were supposed to bring I, I tomes. And I, didn't, I didn't know we were supposed to give Duncan cursed gifts after the show. <laughs> yeah, it's the portion of the show just called Haunt Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I can't believe no one gave Duncan a haunted doll. Anyway, that's, that's the kind of person I am around famous people. Yeah. Wow. I'm just like, oh, uh, I just, I want to be near you, but I don't want to talk to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Poof. Yeah, yeah. I'm a nightmare around uh, famous people. I, mm-hmm. when I, uh, I, I met Greg Proops. That rules. We smoked weed together. Hell yeah. <laughs> Did you open for him? I didn't open for him. No, I just hung out. I was just, I told Brad, I was like, Brad. 
I want to smoke weed with Greg Proops. And make, it, like, make it happen. He was like, all right. Uh, <laughs> and well, you, ripped that, you whipped that Brad chat out easy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, and, uh, so I just, after, it was after the show, I was like, hey, here's some weed. I don't know what your weed policy is. And he was like, I'm very pro weed. And, uh, <laughs> he's like a straight Paul Lind. He's like a straight yeah, yeah. Paul Lind, yeah. Um, and we just, we smoked weed. And then I got, sca- I was scared to say anything. So he just talked at me about Alexander the Great for like 10 full minutes. It was very nice of him. That wow. rules. He, yeah, did, he did what you do to people with Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. To he you about like, Alexander the Great. He was just like, oh, this guy's not going to talk, but he wants to interact. Okay. I know, I know how to do that one. Yeah. Let me tell you about Cyborg Ninja. Right. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you the, the night that I almost fainted at the speakeasy, Wampus started talking to me about Metal Gear Solid to fuck with me. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. He was making fun of me because one time Wampus got too high and he was like, Alex, I need you to talk me down. I was like, okay, do you know about Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> <laughs> Not the way to talk a person down. I, don't, I thought it would distract him. <laughs> I thought it would be you would be like, oh wow, no, cool. you gotta you gotta give him was. something easier. Explain Katamari Damacy to him. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it that's still it still like hits all those oh weird oh it's Japanese type buttons, but also it's just a ball game where you disappoint your father. Where ball truly yeah. is life, Katamari <laughs> Damacy. <laughs> so after your militant atheist phase, I I suppose you softened up. Like what happened after that? Um. I don't know. I just like, like I said, I kind of just, I realized. I guess I had the same kind of thought that you did, where it's like I'm annoying people that agree with me. I kind of stopped using social media a lot, and mm-hmm. just like, I just realized I was like wasting my time, even caring about the stuff. And then, I, I just decided it was even less of a, uh, being like anti atheist thing or anything like that, but just more of like almost like a existential nihilism thing where it's just like, I just, I just don't care like at all about that anymore. Really. It's like, you know, if, if I found out God was real, uh, you know, I still like have to work tomorrow and still like have my car payment and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it's just, it just seems like I just, I don't know. I just, I just don't really care. No, I get that. I made the jump to nihilism, just like sort of casual meme nihilism yeah. after yeah. after being real a really extra atheist for yeah. a while. Um and then I found a way to chill out yeah. even further than that. And now I'm doing this podcast. Basically. Yeah, I just uh it was relieving to to like because you say nihilism, that sounds like it's like super fucking like depressing and like, you know, you're just like you know, I don't you know, I don't care about anything. But it was like just to not think about that stuff anymore was just like a like a, just a weight off my shoulders of just like, you know what? Now I just feel like you know if nothing is out there and I don't care, that's like a huge relief to me. Yeah. Just to like worry about like what's going on in my life every day. L- instead it helps of you that. be more present. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that. That seems to work for me. It, right it, it would be. It would have been nice for me personally to have someone around just to be like, you don't have to think about this every day. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You don't have to take this so seriously. I, I did dip my foot in the Buddhism thing a little bit just because of my dad, but it is it wasn't really he's still like very I don't want to say aggressively. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. Uh but uh he, he definitely, you know, tries to sprinkle that some of that stuff in in conversation. 
I'd say pretty regularly. Nice. Uh, you know, just like, hey, you know, that's kind of similar to what you already believe in, you know? So, oh, man. So. So all you got to do is, uh, all you got to do is really is just like believe in this other thing and it's kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. Can we have your dad on the podcast? You would love my dad. Nice. Yeah. No, I, I already do. He sounds great. He used um, to do a podcast years ago that was uh, like comedy politics, oh. which was super insane. Whoa. How, how long ago was this? Like ten years ago, like early Whoa. podcasting, like I, I, it was, this, he was probably doing it like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. It was still Bush years. Whoa. Wow, he was doing it. I used to guest on his show occasionally <gasps> uh, under a pseudonym because they didn't. He didn't want people to know his like sixteen year old son was coming on. Sure, I went under the pseudonym Chuck McGruff. <laughs> Just a clear and obvious yeah, yeah. pseudonym. I played a character from Sulphur, Oklahoma. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Did you do a voice? No, I didn't. It, it was oh. my, I mean, I think some people said to them that it sounded very obviously like a, a child was sure. co-hosting the show with them. They put two and two together that it was probably his son. Oh, that's amazing. Not just a child he found. <laughs> yeah, just some random child from Sulphur, Oklahoma. So your dad did Bush era Chapo Trap House. Yeah, that's absolutely. cool. Great. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys should just have him on, honestly. <laughs> just Skype. I'll just Skype him up right now. <laughs> take off. <laughs> we gotta figure out how to use Skype. On yeah, this we show. gotta figure out how to <laughs> Skype people in because this sounds. I I want to book it to be to be honest. Yeah. Um. Then we could get Harper Bodorf on here too. Oh man. Yeah. We could just do a secret handshake epo. <gasps> yeah. Whoa! A crossover, a call-in episode of the Praise Down. Of the Praise Down featuring featuring secret handshake. I really love it. Yeah. Um, so, is that kind of where you're at now? You just kind of, uh, just kind of let it all go a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, I was at a party with some friends. Like, I don't, I don't like smoke weed or do anything like that anymore. I just like drink beer occasionally. But I was at like a a friend's house. We we're having like a party, and everyone was like smoking weed, and uh, they're all like having like you know a deep weed conversation about mm. God and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, like, ha- yeah. <laughs> It, we're all like hashtag tw- deep weed. We're yeah. all like twenty six <laughs> too. Like this, I feel like it's like a few years too late for deep weed religion. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like that's like a very firmly like nineteen year old thing. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I just remember that like they were everyone was going around like talking about like you know what they believed in, and they're like well, you know what do you believe in Griffin? I was like it's gonna be it's it's just a bummer. I just, I don't believe in anything, so it's not even very interesting to talk about. Uh, and that, that's just. That's just kind of where I've been at. Do people do people still go like, "Whoa, cool"? Yeah, they're like, "Oh shit, I didn't know you could just say dude, that. I didn't know you could <laughs> do that, dude. You can just not think about it." True neutral, whoa. dude. Yeah, true nooch. Uh, <laughs> Nothing, dude. Nothing, whoa. dude. Oh, <laughs> do ever uh, think maybe none of it is real? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay, this is epic. <laughs> rise up, gamers. Gamers, gamers, gamers rise up. I'm here to talk about gang weed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's real good content on the internet. You right believe now. we live in a society? Yeah. You believe in the society we live in? Yeah, I worship gang weed. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I praise at the altar of the Joker, a true agent of chaos. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, 
in in the meme world, J- the Joker is now like the Shrek of like two years ago. Yeah, ex- absolutely. Yeah, he absolutely is. Because I, today I had a coworker. Like just today, I had a coworker say, "You know, uh, just out of context, she goes, you know, if you uh, if you're good at something, don't do it for free.' Like my, gr- <laughs> my grandma used to say that, and I said, "Is your grandma the Joker?" <laughs> It has it has just as many references. Did, like, did she think it was funny? She did. Okay, good. <laughs> good yeah. Oh, gangweed. She she also, she also did kind of go. I think she was saying that before the Joker, and I went <laughs> and I went. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at gangweed archives. Archive? Yeah, yeah, the best good, one. Good Twitter follow. It's uh, it's the fox and the bunny from <laughs> the, what's the animals movie where they're cops. Zootopia. Zootopia. They're dressed as the Joker and Harley Quinn. (laughs) And says, yeah, I'm conservative, furry, and a gamer. You got a problem with that? A picture of the Joker in the corner that says gangweed, and then the Turning Point USA logo. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's the best. Oh, Oh, it's good. Charlie Kirk is a... Gamer, Charlie Kirk is a gamer. gamer. He's a gamer, and he's rising up. Yeah, yeah. What celebrities are gamers? The Big Show, one hundred percent, is a gamer. Are we, are we talking about celebrities that definitely play video games, or like what celebrities are gamers? Yeah, gamer. It has nothing to do with video games. James Woods is a gamer. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Tim Allen is a gamer. Okay, wait. These are all just conservative old guys. <laughs> You're right. That doesn't mean I'm wrong, though. Johnny, right. Johnny Depp is a gamer. Johnny Depp is uh-huh. a gamer. I think Josh Gad is a gamer. I, well, he was in Gamers, right? Or no, he was in uh, Pixels. That's right. Oh, yeah. that's Gerard that's, Butler was in Gamer. That's the one where he fucks Cubert and they have a kid. <laughs> that's a real thing. That Josh Gad fucks Cubert in Pixels. Whoa! I've been yeah. really sleeping on the Sandler verse. Yeah, those movies are wild, bit. man. Yeah, truly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who else is a gamer? Uh, WWE superstar Virgil. Virgil. Um, Penn Gillette is a gamer. 100%. Elon Musk Whoa. is a gamer, for sure. Truth, truly. Yeah. Truly. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer Damn. is a huge gamer. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, my you know God. he games. Whoa. Um, Everyone who's played Batman is a gamer. The guy who plays Miley Cyrus's brother, <laughs> George Clooney, is not a gamer. No, okay, you're George right. Clooney yeah, is you're not right. a gamer. You're right. <laughs> the guy who plays Hannah Montana's brother, yeah, <laughs> it's a gamer. Both Zach and Cody are gamers. Yeah, Raven Simone is a gamer. <laughs> Hillary Duff, gamer. Mm, no, Hillary Duff's like a regular mom now. A horse girl. You're either goth girlfriend, gamer, or horse girl. She's a horse girl. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Angelina Jolie is a fucking gamer. Yeah. And Billy Bob Thornton. Oh They're the my original god. Game. OGs. Yeah. Original gamers. Yeah. Brad Pitt, horse girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's from Shawnee, I think. Oh yeah, he's like an Oklahoma boy. Yeah. George Clooney's a horse girl. Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney's a goth GF. 
Whoa, yeah, hang on. <laughs> hang on a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is also a goth GF. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Jared Leto is a gamer. Oh, God, yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a horse girl. <laughs> yeah. Father John Misty is a gamer. <laughs> Ric Flair is a gamer. <laughs> I think I think that's where I think that's where we end that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hey, listeners, if you want to tweet at us, who else is a gamer? Just use the hashtag is a gamer. Yeah, just name hashtag is a gamer at the praise down. Tweet at us. We'll find out who's a gamer or not. Hmm. I I want to I want to say another one, but I I I don't I don't I actually who is it. I uh, I actually do not. Okay. All right. Gary Cole. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Don't don't uh, don't show me a bell and tell me not to ring it. You know. <laughs> hey. Hey, I invented that. Yeah. <laughs> you did invent that. Are you guys ready for thoughts and prayers? Yes. I'm gonna turn the light on. Welcome <laughs> to thoughts and prayers, the segment of the show where we we. Sort of reach out into the wider sphere of Christian pop culture and either read an article or try and give some advice or whatever. Tonight we're reading an article from Fervor.net <laughs> from the mm, the Fervor editor. That's F-E-R-V-R dot net okay. if you want to go find this one. It's uh, here's, uh, here's, here's the title of the article. How should Christians respond to trolls? Now, is this Trolls yeah. the film or Internet Trolls? Or Bridge Trolls? Mm, good question. We'll find out. Five <laughs> ways to deal with trolling from a Christian perspective. Okay. So okay. This, uh, okay. this rules out the film, I believe. Yeah, but it doesn't rule out trolling <laughs> fishing bits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Internet makes communication fast, easy, and often anonymous. That's great, dot, 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 most of the time. Oh, but every good technology can be abused. One of the more common abuses of the internet is trolling. On a fishing boat. Uh, Wait, hang on. Whoa, it is about <laughs> called trolling. Called it. I oh, called shit. it. <laughs> on a fishing boat, trolling means dragging a line through the water to see what you can catch. Modern trolling means provoking people to see who gets offended. Wait a minute. Are, was that intended to draw a similarity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In old time stories, trolls were nasty creatures hiding under bridges and harassing people who went by. Goats, primarily. Mm-hmm. In Lord of the Rings, trolls were like you know tanky. They had a lot of HP and they were bruisers. But mm-hmm. High constitution. High con. I like the the analogy doesn't straight carry to Lord of the Rings. Uh, modern trolls are nasty creatures which hide behind social media profiles Ooh. and harass people they encounter online. Yeah, the bridges of the modern age. Yeah. The internet is the bridge that connects us all. <laughs> Damn. And the trolls are the are the nasty creatures that hide underneath it. In the dark web. Yeah. Damn, this is deep. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> These are the ones who show up just to say something rude, offensive, or mean. Then sit back and watch the resulting chaos. An especially nasty form of troll is the cyberbully. Okay. 
who focuses on harassing or insulting a particular person or group of people. So how do you handle a person who's trolling on the Internet? More importantly, how can we respond to trolls in a godly way? Okay, here, here we go. Number one, don't feed the trolls. Classic. Yeah. yeah. First and foremost, the goal of a troll is to get attention. The angrier you get over their antics, the more the troll is winning. That's wrapped in quotes. Okay. The best revenge on a troll, parentheses, a.k.a. bully. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this had like uh, real-world crossover, you see. The best revenge on a troll is to deny them what they really want. Power, attention, reactions, etc. When there would be victims, don't take the bait. The troll starves, so to speak. Okay. Like all obnoxious pests, they eventually leave and go where they can do the most damage. This is why the most common approach is summed up in a cliche. Don't feed the trolls. Usually, the only surefire way to stop bad behavior is to not reward it. Ignoring the troll... That is not responding at all. Acting as if they don't even exist is not only effective, it's much better for your time and your reputation. Don't let a troll trick you in an argument you'd regret later. Yeah. If you starve a troll on the internet, they starve in real life. That's (laughs) true. And that's the only way we're going to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just don't talk to them and they die of starvation. Yeah. That's me too, though. We're about to get biblical, though. Spiritually speaking, putting up with harassment and bullying is one of the toughest parts of life. The Christian approach is especially hard because it means relying on love instead of anger. Spiritually speaking, we can't control other people. All we can do is make an effort to control how we react to others. If we can do that, then we have the power, and they don't. Okay. And that's from Second Timothy 1.7. Number two, have mercy on the trolls. Okay. Damn, okay. This is epic. (laughs) (laughs) Revenge (laughs) and getting even are not options for a follower of Christ. From Romans 12, 17. Showing grace and mercy to people who harm others is meant to overcome their evil, let alone shame them, seeing how immoral and wrong they really are. Let God be responsible for touching and changing their hearts. In certain instances, showing mercy might be the best way to approach a troll. It uh, uh, mm. uh, uh, no. I don't think that's correct. Counterpoint: Trolling is fun. <laughs> hey, yeah, hang hey, on. I, that's that's kind of the thing. It's the, like the guide I'm kind of wanting is how to troll in a godly way. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. How do you troll Christian style? Just Let's do a post that's like, um, you know, I think uh, David Crowder band is overrated. Whoa. And just watch. You you order pizzas. You know how like you would send pizzas to someone's house as like a goof to prank them? But, yeah. but you just pay for the pizzas online. So then they just Aww. get the pizzas. <laughs> but then their problem becomes... Where am I going to put all this pizza? Yeah. They've hey. got to throw away some of their groceries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're you're waiting outside to oh, gather the groceries. That yeah. was the whole thing. They got to <laughs> give them to the local food pantry. Perfect. That's amazing. What is the what's the what's the godly version of swatting? <laughs> um. Uh. T- uh, t- uh, uh. Oh, I got it. 
Telling all of a person's friends that they're going through something really tough right now and they could really use a friend or a casserole. And then all of their friends show up with like dishes and drinks and things. And they're like, hey, man, I heard you're going through something. And I just what? wanted you to know how much how much you mean to me and and how much, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you're my friend. And then they're like, you know, I wasn't having a very tough time, but thank you anyway. Christian swatting. Christian it's, swatting. It's... It's Christian Swatting. <laughs> Is that an episode title? I, I, we've got a lot of potentials on this one specifically. Uh, uh, here's something: calling, finding out where someone works, calling into their place of work, and just saying that they did such a great job the other day with you. Yes. Yeah. When they really they didn't. didn't. Yeah. And then they get. Then they get rewarded, but then they have to live with the guilt of maybe not providing exemplary service. I don't know. That doesn't sound very Christian to me. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> let's let's read a bit more. Uh, showing mercy might be the best way to approach a troll. A- express sympathy instead of anger. Let them know you're aware that they're obviously hurt and angry over some pain. Oh, hey, hang on. I know we oh. weren't. I know we weren't into this, but this is kind of the the Christian version of. You seem upset. Yeah. This is the Christian you mad. This is like a, hey, man, you're clearly going through, through something. Do you need me to pray for you? Yeah. Hey, hey, man, I, I see you're doing a lot of really bad posts. Do you need a friend right now? <laughs> I can be that friend. Are you crying? You're crying, aren't you? Do you need a friend? Do you need me to pray for you so you stop crying? <laughs> hey, hey, praise dogs. Um, can you... Let's let's all go to Charlie Kirk's Twitter. Yeah. And just pray for him. And just post like, hey, you seem you seem like you're really going through something here. Go to the one where he was like in a diaper or whatever. <laughs> just be like, hey man, you seem like you're really going through something here. Um if you if you need if someone you, to change your diapy. <laughs> <laughs> the the one who can really only change your diapy, the the only person who can give you a safe space is the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> The diapy of your heart. <laughs> and I just want to let you know, brother, if you need someone to pray for you, I'll pray for you. All of our, all of our <laughs> listeners do that. Maybe we'll... Uh, <laughs> Affect some real change. Change his heart. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll have his very own turning point USA. You know what I mean? <laughs> More like turding point, right? Yeah, hey. This is turding. <laughs> Um, three, use a troll repellent. I didn't know they, uh, practically speaking, (laughs) when there's no physical harm, there isn't much to be done against a determined troll. Asking them to stop typically just makes them worse. That doesn't mean everyone is helpless. However, depending on what platform or forum you're on, there are some tricks that you or an admin can try. (laughs) Turning point. (laughs) (laughs) For instance, your forum might try banning certain IP addresses to stop the troll from seeing or interacting with that group. Other forums use whitelisting. Man, we're just getting re- into real admin talk Yeah, this here. is yeah. some sysadmin shit. Yeah, where accounts and messages are only allowed from an approved list. Some websites require approval from an admin for all comments or messages. Sites like Facebook are actually well ahead of the trolling curve. Is that true? Uh, really? At all? Wait, uh... Hmm. So, uh, uh, 
On Facebook, admins have the option to hide posts, and so nobody g- can see them. And individual users can block certain people. Block is wrapped in quotes. It's very, very cute. Mm. So they never have to see the trolls' comments or actions at all. Mobile phones can often block messages or calls from people who troll on a more personal level. In the end, practical steps against trolling boils down to how much time and effort and maybe money that website is willing to put in. How much hassle is it worth to stop it from happening? All internet resources, even ours, have to make decisions on how to balance access to users and openness with security and control of content. I'm going to skip through because... (laughs) (laughs) Number four is just report harmful or abusive trolling. I think we got it. (sighs) Number five... Remember that peace may be possible. (laughs) (laughs) The soundboard is back. (laughs) Beyond prayer and some technology-based defenses. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Like turrets. (laughs) (laughs) Those lasers from entrapment. (laughs) Firewalls. There's little one can do to shake loose of those dang trolls. On the flip side, trolls can't bother you without your permission. Mm. Nothing uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing repels slimy, snide little monsters who have nothing better to be. Whoa. Nothing yeah, better to do than a fan. Yeah, but being ignored. Uh, mm. <sighs> I just wanna I just wanna do Christian trolling. Yeah. yeah. Christian trolling sounds like fun. Yeah. Mm, I want to put I want to put Bibles in the nonfiction section. <laughs> <laughs> like next to the encyclopedias. Yeah. The reference. <laughs> oh. Yes, please. I'm going to put I'm going to put the Bible on the best sellers table. <laughs> put it next to all the nudie mags inside the corner store. Hey. <laughs> you go to Actually, reach for a, for a hustler. Yeah. You get the New Testament. Wow. <laughs> so fucking stupid. When the tithing plate comes by, I'm going to put a cowboy hat in there. <laughs> a whole bunch of $2 bills. Whoa. <laughs> what are we going to do with these? Can you even spin these anymore? <laughs> Pirate doubloons. <laughs> you find some ancient gold. Put 250 <laughs> Canadian dollars in there. Yeah, loonies and toonies. <laughs> oh, so it's real heavy. Yeah. I'll never get over that. Just salt. <laughs> Which used to be money way back when. Not anymore, pal. That's why it's such an epic troll. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I think I you, think I think the thing that we need to come away with here is offering on Twitter <laughs> to pray for um, cons- conservative personalities. Yeah, that's really funny. You seem. I want to pray for you, not because I think you're doing the right thing, but because you seem upset. upset. Are you okay? Are you Do crying you need, today? Are you Are you crying? Are you crying online? Look like you're crying in your profile hey, picture. Are you okay? Do you need a friend? I can send you like a. a E hug if it'll make you stop fucking crying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> An e hug. Yeah. 
you could um you could put yourself and like Ben Shapiro in like a Christian sort of jib jab video together. <laughs> yes. And just be like, hey, I I remember this video I took of us. We had such a good time. Also, I've been praying for you. Set to a, <laughs> set to a DC talk song. Whoa. Is there a Christian jib jab? Because um I definitely want to put me and Mike Cernovich in a Christ, in a Christmas shoes. <laughs> I <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike Cernovich would never buy shoes for a child. He doesn't even pay his child support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> that's why I'm the one buying the shoes and he's the and, Oh yeah. And, and he's the one that's uh that's Dying. that's needing the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um for yeah, yeah, he'd be my mom in in the jib jab video. Cernovich I buy these shoes. <laughs> For my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve on a shoes I just outside. Could you hurry, Cernovich? <laughs> There's not much time, Novich. <laughs> no. The gorilla mindset's gonna take his life. <laughs> <laughs> You guys ready to talk tune? Yeah. Yeah, let's All right, buckle down. We're going to get into some tune talk. Right now. It's tune talk. That's right. You're listening to tune talk only on the phrase now. Listen to an album now and review it. Good. Uh, Griffin, what are we listening to? We're going to listen to Long Live by... By Christian metalcore band, The Chariot. Excellent. This is our first time getting into metalcore here on the podcast. We, we, we did an under oath up with Madison. Oh, that's right. That's right. I don't know how big the metalcore umbrella is, truly. Yeah, under oath gets a little post-hardcore. Okay. You know, Chariot. See, we, we don't know anything about any of this. Okay. It's, I don't. I, I feel like, I feel so bad. If I feel like it's, I feel like I'm one of those, like, it's all screamo to me moms yeah. sometimes. Yeah. There is a extremely deep well of Christian metal and metalcore and hardcore. There are a ton of bands. Here's right. a here's a question I want to posit to you, and it's been posited before on this show: Christian moshing versus secular moshing. Who wins? Uh, secular moshing. I mean, it depends. Oh, what what <laughs> what is the wind con- the wind condition of the moshing? Who does it harder? Secular moshing. You sure? For, I think. I mean, yeah, probably. I've like busted my head open at punk shows before and been like covered in blood and stuff hell yeah sweet but i don't know like chariot shows specifically with this band that we're going to talk about like josh scogan their main guy is he's a wild man he like climbs on the rafter like i saw saw him at the conservatory here once and he was like hanging from the rafters by his legs and like choking himself with the mic and like jumping into the crowd and nice that rules yeah but they're more on like the chaotic side of this type of music, though, mm-hmm. as, sure. as you will hear. Okay, Sunderoth more of a lawful. Yes, yeah. They they also, I mean, they're definitely Christian, but they uh, they have they have some more. I guess they're kind of like the Chariot in this way. They have a lot of crossover with uh, secular listeners. A lot. Yeah. There's a lot of people that just listen to Underoath for no Christian reasons at all. Yeah. Same yeah. with the Chariot. I mean, but, 
I, I find that the the harder a band gets, that tends to become the case. Because mm-hmm. even even Flyleaf has that some um, just crossover appeal, just because it's not so overt. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's go ahead and crack this. Let's go ahead and crack this egg open. Let's hear the first song off of Long Live. It's me cracking it open. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Off to a good start. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It changes. Wow. Okay, that's my phone yeah. up. But it's always such a neat effect. Yeah. Disappointed, I know you are. Disappointed, I know you are. It's talking about God. Oh. Oh, I get it. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. This is... Yeah. My devil horns are way up. Yeah. Way up sure, Way up sure. on this one. Raise them to the sky. Yeah. Metalheads. It's time to rise. As a person who doesn't Metal really listen to anything up. much harder than Lost Sounds, okay. like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm way into it. Yeah. Okay. So this is um, it is it's pretty atonal so yeah, far. Absolutely. Yeah. This whole. I mean, there are melodic parts on this record. Uh, some of the stuff is kind of buried in the middle of songs. Like a lot of these songs start off very abrasive. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely just on the whole a abrasive hardcore band kind of okay. in the like the vein of bands like Converge and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like they're one of the biggest like that type of bands. Okay. Not a Christian band. Sure. But uh. But yeah, there, you'll hear some melody, okay, occasionally. But okay, it is definitely atonal and stuff like that. Righteous. Up next, we've got the audience. The song fucking rules. It's like if uh, every time I die, KO can. Oh yeah, I, I've said before awesome. that every time I die is diet the chariot. I've said that before. Damn. I don't know how much man, we listen to of this. Man, this is this is very good. Yeah, this rules. I, I mean, as long as the cross chatter is solid, then we can keep listening to yeah, it technically. So. But the, uh, the end of this song is very good. It is very intense. I'm gonna skip to it. I'd say like, yeah. 
Man. Oh. God. 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 Ugh. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Their guitar. Okay. This this take sucks, but uh, I like it. Um, the guitar here and the guitar on Flyleaf have that same sort of fucking Roseanne stank. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this album and a lot of their stuff they. Uh, they track live, so instead of going into the studio and like no, you know normally when you record music, yeah. everyone does their part separately, and then you oh weird like normalize it and all that kind of you quantize it whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they recorded this album specifically, they were all just like in a room together. That's how they're getting like so much feedback and stuff like awesome. that. Like they just recorded it live uh, to tape like that, and this was recorded on analog tape too. I know that. So. Hell Whoa! Yeah. So that's why it's like very crispy, very like. It, it's it's pretty grating. Yeah, and stuff like I that. mean, I for, for what it is, it like sounds like DIY as hell. Yeah, and I'm really yeah. into it. Um, yeah, so the parts that are melodic sort of share the like similar bones with "Every Time I Die," like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I really like "Every Time I Die," but this is um, it's like the deep fried version. Yeah, almost. Well, it's because like even "Every Time I Die," they have that kind of like. Uh, like almost a southern sound to him a little bit, yeah. And the chi- like every time I die is actually from Buffalo, but uh, uh, the chariot they're from Atlanta, and like hell Whoa. yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, a lot of their stuff is about like uh, a lot of his lyrics specifically, you know, a lot about Christ and God, mm. but a lot of it's about like materialism and like in the and stuff like that has to do with Nashville and like uh, the Atlanta music scenes, like just about. Just how, especially like he sings about Nashville a lot for some reason. Just talking about so he sings about God and scene drama. Yeah, so, <laughs> awesome. But even yeah. just like with like talking about because there's actually a lot of religion in that you know in that region, obviously, especially like intertwined with like the country music and stuff of like Nashville and music from Georgia and stuff like that. And I know he talks about you know like some of the materialism in that and the hypocrisy that goes into like you know when. I guess how he feels about other Christian groups and stuff. He doesn't like name people and stuff and stuff like that. That like, would be awesome. But you what know. if it was just a song where he was just like the Newsboys? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Switchfoot. The <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, Pillar. <laughs> Michael Car- Carman. <laughs> Michael W. Smith. All right. Yeah. Calvin McKenzie. There's a little more rhythm to the song than the parts. They are very fun live, too. I remember this one. There was a sort of um, intense kind of, like, tribal feeling I, yeah. p- I picked up on this one. This is a good riff. Oh, this riff is good. Yeah. 
but you know they're going to hit you with a breakdown. Yeah. You know what's coming. Oh, yeah. Got a breakdown for the Lord. You wouldn't get this riff north of the Mason Dixon. Their, their riffs and Every Time I Die's riffs sometimes remind me of Peanuts for some reason. Like the way that bands like this noodle, it always reminds me of the the pe- the theme to Peanuts. Burn it in, dude. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the pull-offs and hammer-ons. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a weird sample coming up in this song. Is this the? What was that for? It comes back. That was awesome. That ruled. <laughs> Take it right here. Wow. Wow. This is. <laughs> wow. 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 All right. Up next. This is the city. So that song is, I guess, about Atlanta because of the sample, right? I haven't looked at the lyrics of that one. Very chaotic, this one. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm appreciating is, like, it's very atonal, arrhythmic. Yeah. Like, there's a rhythm from measure to measure, but... Over, but they're but like they basically like throw everything out the window after each phrase, it's awesome. and it's they good. just find a new thing to sit in. Oh yeah, this is a very triumphant ending. I remember this song. Uh, say something. His screaming is definitely pretty unique too to this style. He has a very memorable sounding voice too it's very yeah. pained sounding yeah it is like yeah. he's hurting himself to do this yeah he's not like he's not he's doing not doing a technique yeah yeah it's it's not a trained scream <laughs> it's like you know how you know how all the best wrestlers the, the wrestlers that like everybody likes like take the worst bumps or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly He's like taking the worst bumps with his own voice. Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of triumphant right here. Gotta have the epic Christian breakdown, dude. Yeah, dude. Okay. <laughs> now, now this is epic. One thing I'll say about this. It's epic. <laughs> <laughs> this keeps doing this for a while. Okay. So. so up yeah. next we've got Andy Sundwall. Now, I'm noticing a lot of these are named after people. Okay. I actually know why. Go on. Yeah. So their album before this was called... Wars and Rumors of Wars. 
Uh, that's their worst album. Oh, that's an end times ref. I guess so. Th- there's uh, like a. I would. I don't know. Uh, in the Book of Revelation, I think. I think that's like straight up lifted out of the King James version okay. of Revelation. There's like, oh, you know, in the end times, it's going to be war. And there's going to be rumors of war. So I think All that's right. where it's from. So they, when they put out that album, they, uh, for each CD they put out, a different member of the band had signed it. Okay. Uh, and if you collected all four or five signatures, mm-hmm. the first pr- like the first people to do it, they would name a song on the next album after them. Oh, that's so fun. Every cool. name. So Calvin McKenzie, Andy Sundwald, David Delahaz. Uh, the Adventures of it. Yeah. So that's like, great. All those are just fans of the band that they just that uh, got all fu- like collected them all. Essentially. Whoa. That rules. Yeah. So are all the are all the tracks fans' names? No, there's some that aren't like the city and uh, one's called the Earth, the audience. I love that they did that on their worst album. They're like, we'll give your name, we'll put your name on the next album, on <laughs> album that is better than this one, on their best album. Oh. The long live is their best. Some people like their last one because this is their second to last one. Uh, their their final album is called One Wing, which is also very good. It's a I'd say it's a little more is it melodic. About Sephiroth? <laughs> yeah, it is about it's, it's actually about Kenny Omega. They're big <laughs> FF Seven fans. Uh, Fast and the Furious Seven, me too. Yeah, there's it's actually not. some there's some weird stuff with this band too. Uh, so Josh Scogan, the main guy, he was originally the vocalist in Norma Jean, which may be a band you've heard of. Yes, okay, yeah. I have heard of Norma Jean. He left the band after their first album uh, and started the Chariot. And throughout the history of this band, there'd be times where he would just kick people out of the band. Uh, because Whoa. he said that, like, that's what God told him to do Whoa. and stuff like that. And there's been some salty band members online and stuff that have said that, you know, hey, I really liked being in this band. And, like, we were all having a good time. And then just Josh one day just decided, like, I'm not in it was, the band. It, it was God's plan to have us leave the band. Whoa. So, yeah. he, he I think Josh is the only was like the only permanent member of the group. He would like wow. he would just kick people out occasionally. He would just like rotate people as he Yeah. Wow. Which was a choice for sure. Now is he the is he the craziest guy in in like Christian metalcore? I don't know. Cuz Tim Lambesis is there. I mean I I, I would <laughs> say I would say Josh Scogan is more either chaotic neutral or chaotic good and Tim okay. Lambesis is uh fucking neutral evil probably okay <laughs> yeah i mean tim lambas just hired a hitman to kill his wife so you, you know about you don't know about tim from, no. from as i lay dying he was the main guy in as i lay dying oh okay yeah, he went so, to prison big time so big willie style <laughs> yeah, he went big, to prison yeah. so i i heard about as i lay dying from my cousins and then i kind of put him out of my mind or whatever yeah and then i was uh i was browsing a fitness forum back when i did that kind <laughs> of thing and everyone was like you guys see tim He's fucking ripped now. Yeah, he he took lots of like anabolic steroids and stuff. Yeah, oh. and uh, got like really like roided out and, uh, yeah, put a hit out on his lo- on his wife. Uh, it was like I guess an undercover cop or something, and he the got, hitman. Yeah, I think so. Oh. And then he got sent to prison, and he couldn't take his steroids anymore, so he grew steroids boobs. <gasps> and, no. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Hey, hey, steroid pro tip. If you're going to do steroids, <laughs> don't do anything else illegal. Yeah, don't don't go to prison cuz they will not give you your they uh, won't, illegal steroids. They won't they won't let you keep having those. <laughs> yeah. And, and the best thing is is that he's getting out of prison now and like under or not under the as I lay dying, 
like the members, the other members of the band, they just started a new band under a different name. Uh-huh. But now that he's getting out, they're like, well, hey, I guess we're just going to get As I Lay Dying back together. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Fuck it, let's tour. Oh, no. Just some light premeditated. Uh, <laughs> don't, know, guys, to... don't. You already got one. You already, yeah. you already have a band. Man, that's. That's so Christian Melkore, guys. That's like if Cosby went to prison, somehow lived long enough to get out of prison. And then they started the Cosby And then everybody was like, fuck it, let's reboot Cosby show. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. That's nuds. That's nuds. That is total nuds. nuds. <laughs> N-U-D-Z. Yeah. Yeah, guys. That's nuds. It's nuds. All right. Up next, it's time for Andy Sundval. This song's so fucking brutal. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. He just wants you really to know about the Lord, guys. I mean... Knowing about it is the thing. It's working. I do own this album on vinyl. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I want to know about the other chaotic goods of Christian metalcore. Hmm. Christian metalcore. Cha- chaotic good. I guess... Okay, there was a band called Esso Karis. Okay. Uh, they were from Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's okay. a similar type of stuff as this. Yeah. And they were good. They were good guys. Their their vocalist Jason. I love uh, how I love how midwestern this genre is, yeah. by the way. Metalcore in general. It's just midwestern anger. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the way down. It's got nowhere to go. You're not directing it at the people around you. Yeah. Yeah, they're just being they angry. Light to cashiers. Yeah, there was a, a there was a really big Christian metal hardcore festival that would happen. It was also like a church thing. What was it called? Cornerstone. I oh, remember I Cornerstone. Cornerstone. Yeah, and uh, these guys would play there. Uh, the Handshake Murders, which are another band from uh, uh, Fort Smith or Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. A Life Once Lost. Which is another. I don't know if they're Christian actually, but I know they played there. It's all these like kind of yeah. southern sounding. Vaguely Christian metalcore bands and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah, August Burns Red. It was in like Kansas or Missouri or something where they'd have that. Zayo, Zayo, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zayo's actually really good too. I actually think they're good. Zach so. Smith re- really wants to come back and talk about Zayo. Yeah, they're man. they're a worthwhile band. Uh, who else? Who else did I? Um, who else did I have growing up? Norma Jean. We talked about Norma Jean. Yeah, they're actually playing here soon, like in the next awesome. couple of weeks. Whoa, for real. Mm-hmm. Damn. What if we went? Whoa. I mean, I was probably going to go. <laughs> but huh. Just playing at 89th Street. The nor- the normal jeans are coming. Yeah. <laughs> normal jeans. The 501s. <laughs> there's, there is there's a whole trend. This is unrelated to metalcore, but there's a trend in uh uh modern emo music right now where there's bands called like Dad Thighs and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mom Jeans. Piss Dads and yeah. yeah. Piss Jeans. Things that yeah. just things that can be knuckle tats. <laughs> yeah. Fist moms. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
chaotic good Christian metalcore people. I would say Zayo. But what? Yeah. What? What's? What are they? What's their chaotic good thing? I, I guess I was thinking more just like the music itself, like being the sound. Ca- chaotic. But I mean, with especially with something like with Josh Scogan from this band, like he was just a, he's a weird dude. He's by all accounts a super nice dude, like to fans and stuff. He just like kicks people out of the band when it's. <laughs> When he feels when God tells when him, God to tells him so. to, you yeah. know, I mean, it's not on him, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I didn't do it, man. Take it up with a. He's in a band now called Sixty Eight, which is like a two-piece noise rock band. Almost nice. Almost nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're called Sixty Eight, and they're pretty That's good. So funny. He <laughs> he just didn't want anybody becoming horny about his band name. <laughs> What about 69? No. Nope. Wait, hang Too on. Too horny. God, God told us to take it down by one. <laughs> All right. Up next, we got... Come on. The Earth. You gotta wave your hands around when you listen to it. Yeah. I'm not sure which one of these tracks outros on just some really, really good, good drumming. Uh, I'm not sure. The most popular song on this album, or by them, period, is called David Delahaz. I think that might be next, but... That, like, ends with harp, though. Harp? Yeah, it's next. Yeah. Lots of real dissonant... Pull off hammer on riffs. Yeah. When they played live, they would like, uh, like throw their guitars and stuff in the air and stuff nice. like that. Damn. Love that. Go outside and climb on the roof of the venue. What the what? fuck? Yeah. And just like while they were playing. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. How does that work logistically? <laughs> If, uh, if you use, like, the wireless packs for, like, your... Oh. There's a, there's one video where they played a house show in Australia that I watched, and, yeah, they just, like, all climbed on the roof, and they were, like, tossing their guitars up in the air. Oh, my God. But... And, like... Wait, so if the show is inside, do they just go, all right, we're going outside. Yeah. Everybody go outside. <laughs> what? Or just in the middle of playing, they just, like, fucking... Out. They just don't announce anything to anyone and just do it. Oh, and people just follow them outside. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were wild. This could also be considered math core. Yeah, I'm noticing I was kinda, a lot of... Uh, I was kind of wondering that just because... Interesting the intersection of math rock and hardcore. Yeah. But I can't tell if this is a good question or an easy to answer question. When does something stop being rock and start being core? Ooh. Well, hardcore is a hardcore is a really interesting genre to talk about because it like it spawns. I mean, 
hardcore isn't different than hardcore punk. Like, there's different flavors of hardcore and stuff, but, like, it all spawns out of hardcore punk, essentially, which, you know, started in, like, the 80s when there yeah. was, you know, there was punk rock bands like, you know, the Ramones and the Sex Pistols and the Stooges and stuff that were, like, playing their version of punk rock, and then people wanted more, like, faster punk, mm-hmm. more political, you know, yeah. more atonal, more shouty. Yeah. A lot of, like, there was, like, the whole youth movement thing. And that's, like, and that's more of Dead Kennedy's territory. Dead so. Kennedy's, Minor Threat. Uh, some black flag stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of that is centered around Washington D.C. Uh, nice uh, with Discord Records because Ian McKay he uh, was the main guy in Minor Threat, and then he started Fugazi and started Discord Records, and there's like all these D.C. bands. But uh, essentially, like just as time went on, like there started being like metallic hardcore. That's that's kind of how like metalcore spawned. But and then there's like. Tough guy hardcore. When you say where, metallic, you mean you mean, you mean like metal, right? Yeah. So, okay. And that just kind of turned into. There's some people that make a delineation between metalcore and metallic hardcore. Okay. Usually, like the metallic hardcore is stuff that is was that like just... from the '90s, and then modern stuff that sounds like it was from the '90s. Because like metalcore is like a whole other thing now, where it's just like a whole bunch of bands that play like. Essentially, they just rip off this band at the gates and just okay. play, like play like melodic death metal stuff with breakdowns. Okay, like, like metalcore. So mm-hmm. like bands like August Burns Red, a Christian yeah. metalcore band that like does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough guy hardcore. I want to know about tough guy hardcore. This is you got to lace up your Air Max, your Air Maxes. You got to put on your gym shorts. Okay, maybe your camo shorts. Okay, you've got to carry around a sock with an eight ball in yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you go to the show. It's lots of two step in. It's like almost pure breakdowns. Really, li- really like broy bands okay. like Terror and Madball okay. and like all these like you know guys with uh if frats were goth. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's it, yeah frat goths. Okay, some of it's really fun. Like, okay, some of it's like that's when you start like. Like straight edge kind of bleeds into a lot of hardcore. Like they're they're pretty sure, intrinsically sure. linked. Ever since, you know, Minor Threat, like in the '80s, they wrote the song Straight Edge, which is like okay. where that whole thing comes from. Okay. And there's a lot of like tough guy hardcore straight edge dudes that get like X's tattooed on their face and yeah. like beat the shit out of kids like who are smoking cigarettes outside of venues and stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Like, yeah. Like. Uh, Amazing. Uh, we gotta have you on for a secular Sunday where you just tell us about all the different genres. It can be a five-hour <laughs> episode. I don't yeah. care. Uh, just an audio tome. Yes. Yeah, hardcore. It's 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 just, it's really kind of hard to pin down because there's just so many different flavors of it, of stuff that's more punk, stuff mm. that's more metal, stuff that's more tough guy, chaotic, mathcore. When they yeah. start blending in, you know, all the different. Time signatures and stuff like that. Like, who, wait, who are the notable tough guy hardcore bands? I think we glossed over that. Terror is probably like one of the big ones. Okay. Madball, maybe Bane. Throwdown. Throwdown. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw Throwdown at the Green Door when I was like sixteen. It oh, was nice. A lot of fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you get beat up for smoking cigarettes? No, no. Th- <laughs> none of that really happens in Oklahoma City. Are there any hardcore? Psycho Billy bands. I'm talking hardcore music about you ghosts know and the goblins. answers. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I want to hear I mean, about Psycho ghosts Billy, and goblins. Psycho Billy's already just like punk meets rockabilly. Yeah. So maybe maybe there. I'd have to think of some like Psycho Billy bands that has like breakdowns and stuff, right? And, like or just like plays extremely fast. Yeah. My question: Are there any like? 
uh, opposite of tough guy, like soy boy hardcore bands. <laughs> yeah, people call it a, uh, what's the word for? Easy core. That's fun. Okay, yeah, easy no- core. Notable easy core bands. The include. Wonder Years is okay, a big okay. one. Okay, I'm uh, thinking of them. Uh, I'm trying to think of other easy core bands. I don't want to get yelled at by Taylor Vincent for, <laughs> for, for not making fun of the right bands. There's Maybe, nothing uh, scarier hey, Taylor, than me than you, getting yelled yeah, at by Taylor, Taylor before Vincent. You Taylor, before, before you tweet it, Griffin, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, also, we could still keep talking about Mario. Also, come back on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, maybe stuff like uh, uh, A Day to Remember, maybe, Four okay. Years Strong. Oh, yeah. okay. It just like any band that... Lightly pop punk with breakdowns. In, gotcha. any, any band that you can like go on YouTube and find like bad moshing videos of. Yeah, probably. Warped gotcha. to or hardcore. Like maybe... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 100%. All these bands that, that were just mentioned all play at Warped Tour like this year, you know? Okay. Let me refine my question. Soy Boy sort of hardcore bands that aren't like also like but like lame that aren't lame, um like like I could say some, a, a okay. band that really owns it. You know what I mean? I could say I okay, maybe some like soy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you start bleeding in like like some of like the emotional hardcore stuff like Poison the Well maybe where I have a Poison the Well tattoo. They're like one of my favorite bands. Oh, yeah. But you know they they start doing some like borderline like emo melodic singing but they still like rule i remember them i remember atreyu also are they we decide that i mean yeah they're in that vein we just did we decide they're good or i'm not a big fan okay okay (laughs) i i don't really know anything i just remember things from Um, the shit my cousins liked a a decade ago a lot of the if we're if we're not ironically using soy boy (laughs) We're, I'll, 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 <laughs> we're we're using it in a sort of like non taking it back. Yeah, we're we're taking it back. <laughs> we're not using it in a sort of alt right sort of Th- way. There's a lot of that stuff in black metal, actually. Awesome. Death yeah. Heaven. Death Heaven. Death Heaven is Absolutely. the soy boy band. They're the, yeah. one of the soyest bands alive. I know, and uh, I and I love them. And Taylor, uh, and Taylor li- Vincent, shut the fuck up. Taylor hates me for it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I personally don't really like Death Heaven that much. I, I like. Uh, well, you were nicer than Taylor. About yeah, it. I like Sunbather a little bit. They just put. They actually just put out a record like last month. That's like barely black metal. I saw. I saw a single gray metal. But, yeah, it's gray metal. But <laughs> there is white metal, but, which is Christian black metal. Whoa! I can't. <laughs> whoa! I can't think of any bands off the top of my head. Well, I know what you're coming back and talking about. So yeah, talk about white metal. Um, New Bermuda was real good. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Wasn't there Lion of Judah too as like their EP before? Sunbather? Yeah, I liked it just like this much better than Sunbather. I thought yeah. it went a bit harder. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I like Death Heaven. Um, so what's what's our next song? Let's keep our this rolling. Next song. <laughs> <laughs> a three-hour episode. Our next song is David De La Haas. Yeah, this song's great. There's a spoken word thing. Dame DeHaan. <laughs> this song is really good. Yeah, you'll know the part, the reason why this is their most popular song. Have you guys ever heard of Listener? Yes. Yeah, the guy from Listeners. He's on this? On this song, yeah. He does a spoken word thing in the middle Damn. of the song. Damn. Okay, is Listener Christian or is he Yeah, just... yeah, they're, they're Christian. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. They were one of those, um, Listener was one of those band, one of those groups where I was just like, not Christian anymore. I just thought it was great. Yeah. But it, totally. I think they are great. It. 
Totally missed it, though. I mean, he's saying some God stuff on this song. You'll know when it's it's coming up in a second. But. Yeah, he sounds like the Joker's dad. <laughs> yeah, you'll... Yes. <laughs> okay. And it's really good in this song. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hyping this up for you mostly yeah, now. Yeah, I'm clearly... Right here. This guy sounds like if Jack Tavistry was in the Navy instead. Yeah. It's very emotional. Wow. And then it turns into a, a really good breakdown. Whoa. It's, about to, it's about to get real chunky. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck, this is gross, dude. Oh, yeah. Got a stank oh, face for the Lord. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing Al Pacino face. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a samurai mask. <laughs> yeah. the, the Japanese goblin emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And then it's going to lead us out with a nice little harp. What? Wow. Uh... That was absolute. Is that the filthiest breakdown on the whole album? Yeah, 100%. Holy shit. Yeah. I loved I That was a good song. I love a chunky riff. Yeah. You know that about me. <laughs> yeah, that was um probably the chunkiest riff on the show. Easily. <laughs> easily the 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 biggest chunks we've had to swallow this whole Yeah. this whole podcast. Yeah, that was uh 45 episodes or that, whatever. That was a that was a sloppy joke for oh. sure. Yeah. That was a man witch right there. Yeah, I, I, I gotta wipe some of that riff off my damn chin here. Yeah, some fucking chunks of ground beef in there. Yeah, hand. can I borrow a moist towelette from one of you dudes that riffs all <laughs> you over know my I hand? Don't carry <laughs> all right, up next we got the heavens. Good clapping intro. Yeah. I kind of thought these guys were more arrhythmic than mappy before, but now this, I can. Now this I can. Now sounds like sleigh bells. Now I can yeah. only hear the map. <laughs> yeah, this is just the sleigh bells cover that they're doing. Yeah. Is that what that meme said? Death grips for horse girls. Yeah. Well, I posted on. Well, I don't know. I posted on Twitter oh, it was that your, it was a tweet. Yeah. yeah. It was your tweet. I said that. Uh, 
Sleigh Bells is just M MSI for horse girls. <laughs> and by extension, MSI is just Sleigh Bells for goth GFs. <laughs> Death Grips is Sleigh Bells for gamers. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Nailed it. Yeah. We've done a lot of really good science on this podcast. <laughs> this riff coming up is good. You guys will like this one. I remember this one. Oh, yeah. This is a pretty standard hardcore groove, yeah. though, for sure. A little mid-tempo hardcore song. Yeah, you can kind of... Dance to it like it's rap music. Yeah, yeah. to it. Beautiful. I mean, this is just a slate bell song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we plowed through it already. That's yeah. Two minutes. Yeah. Uh, Some of these are shorties. Yeah. It's not that long of an album. I think it's only like 35 minutes, maybe. 30. Wow. Oh, 30. Yeah. Dirty 30. <laughs> it's a real, like... It's a real like almost EP that those ones that Kanye's been doing. Yeah, I I feel like that were a lot of hardcore is like that too. If if something like this is like seventy minutes long, it like overstays its welcome. Like it's it's kind of hard to listen to. Like this is like pretty abrasive and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. if you had to listen to like a full hour of this nonstop, it'd be pretty rough. Okay, it's dense. So thirty minutes, you just get in there, scream about the Lord for a little bit. And then you know, and you're you get out, you get out. Then go listen to a podcast. Yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to, you don't have to perform an album live that's seventy minutes long like this. Yeah, a lot of their songs, even on other old albums and the albums after this, are like a minute and a half. They Hell do that yeah. a lot. Nice. All right, next, Robert Rios. This song has like an old school Deftonesy kind of riff coming up. They've done every like every hardcore groove and then ones that don't exist, yeah. basically. Yeah. See, it's a little melodic right there. Tiny bit. Ooh. It reminds me of some like adrenaline era Deftones. Big stank face on this one. Yeah, yeah. Deep stank. Deep stank. The deep stank. Yeah. Q and on. Yeah. Q and on. The deep stank. The deep stank. Yeah.
Ooh, fuzzy. Ruth Fuzzy. Is this still the lead singer? Yeah. Just not, not, first time not screaming this late on the album. Yeah, he's kind of just yelling right I'm, here. Yeah. And I can really hear him being from Atlanta. Yeah. Because I heard him yell, the blink of an eye <laughs> on the 4th of July. That is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> High in the sky. <laughs> I also want to show you guys a picture thing. of him. I feel like this will be important. Yeah, I can't tell what size this guy is so far. He is kind of a thick boy. Oh, he's big? Oh, he big? He's a little big. He's not, I mean, he's not like... Not like an absolute unit or anything. <laughs> no, he's not He's not a complete unit. I won't be in awe of the size of the lad, but... Whoa. Let's see. He he's looks a, like if Tom Hardy and Sean Astin had a baby. Shit. Whoa. Yeah. He's like uh He's, he's just a, a blonde, hardcore dude. Yeah. Yeah, I... <laughs> I thought he might look a little bit rougher, but yeah, but amazing. But it, Josh it, Gogan. it speaks for itself, I guess. All right, final song on the album. Here we go. The King. The King. I know that the lead singer Andy from Every Time I Die is like guest wrestled at like WWE house shows. <laughs> though I've seen those guys around before because they're all from Buffalo. Oh wow! His girlfriend used to work at the uh, Forever Twenty One at the mall I worked at. He would go in there all the time. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> Did you buy anything? I don't know. <laughs> I just see him walking around. Like, I, I worked at Zoomies at the time. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's on brand for me. Yeah. yeah. Were you a Zoomies, a Forever 21, or a Hot Topic? Yeah. I was a Hot Topic. <laughs> see, I was a JC. We, we called all of those lifestyle stores. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. like, Spencer's, Zoomies, PacSun, Hot Topic. Christopher Fox's Chaotic Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're lawful old navy. Oh my god. <laughs> Not <Sorry>. taken. <laughs> I'm chaotic the Disney store. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm neutral sparrows actually. <laughs> That's one of the few we're on the same axis because I'm chaotic sparrows. <laughs> also, there are horns on this track. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, these guys are uh, chaotic Chick Fil A for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some good chunky bass. I actually think I'm neutral Charlie Stakery now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. I I'm. Uh, Chaotic, whatever the Cajun place is, that's actually just a Chinese restaurant. Dude, I'm also right there. I used to work at the uh, Bath and Body Works. In the yeah, mall, yeah, you told me. And before. I would go to that place every day. You got to get the bourbon chicken. I always got the bourbon chicken, the noodles, whatever they call their noodles. Yeah, uh, Cajun lo mein. Right. Which is just lo mein. <laughs>
Oh, long live the king. Got it. Yeah. I will say. Oh, this is the one with the really sick outro. The end of this is so good. Uh, yeah, I think this one, Rate Your Music, which is a website I use a lot. People do like track ratings. I think this one has the highest track rating. I think people like this song the most on this album. I like David Delahaz, the one with the listener. I like in, that, uh, yeah. The part that was the end of the, the super chunky breakdown. This, this outro is tribal, though. Very good. Yeah, I think they did some work on this album too with two drummers. Also, whoa! Hell yeah! I know there's a live video of David Delahaz where they have two drummers playing, like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Or Mute Math at one point had two drummers. I think that makes sense. Aren't isn't Mute Math Christian adjacent? Yeah, we've done them in the podcast. Okay. Yeah, Paul Meany was in Earth Suit. All right. I think I saw them at the Green Door one time with. Uh, Circus Survive and, oh. and May. Oh. Which are like some, like, that's a very 2005 sentence. I know May was Christian. I know Circa wasn't, though. No, Anthony Green does a lot of cocaine. Mm. It was the word on the street. Yeah. But yeah, man. Wow. Long live the chariot. Damn. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Goodness. Gracious. Great balls of fire. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Well, it's that time again, folks. It's time for Final Judgment. We don't have a stinger for this yet. No. But um, well, we're just going to... Let's just make one real quick. How about that? All right. I think it needs more. Is that? Yeah, here. More uh, verb. We're in cathedral. Okay. I'm not hearing enough. <laughs> Some reverb. expert Foley work. Yeah, I'm not hearing enough reverb on that. Pump that, pump that knob all the oh. way up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Final judgment. I do I think, think it sounds a little bit like that was just some footsteps. And maybe Don Pardo. <laughs> <laughs> the chariot. <laughs> Musical guest. The chariot. Oh. Final judgment. Damn. <laughs> All right, it's final judgment only on the praise down. We are going to give this album a rating. Griffin, are you aware of how the rating system works? I am not. It is. Uh, we are going to be rating this album out of 12 disciples. <laughs> okay. But you got to keep well, in mind, one of those disciples is Judas. Judas yeah. And and I don't know if you read the Bible, but that guy's bad. Yeah. Yeah. You may not have, but... So if you rate something a full 12 disciples, that means... It, it's like... It's like the highest rating with doubt, basically. <laughs> okay. 
It's like a it's like a high it's like a high rating with a lack of confidence. If you want to give it the heaven score, it's eleven. No Judas. Okay. Am I going first? Whoever whoever has the strongest, most ready feelings about it can go. I'll go. Okay. As somebody who has zero experience with hardcore music, I loved it. I was way into it. Uh, It it scratched a lot of itches for me. Um, It wasn't wasn't quite as much. I would have liked more riffs. Yeah. Uh, But I I think that may be me. Um, I think I wasn't ready for it to be as atonal as it is. Then you need Every Time I Die. Absolutely. Okay. It's this with more riffs and less abrasive. Okay. Like, I like abrasive, but I also, I, I want a little chunk in there, some chunky riffs. That's every so time I die. And, that's, every, right. that's every mm-hmm. time I die, absolutely. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say, I also really liked how mathy it was. Mm-hmm. You'll uh, get less of that with every time I die. Ah, Full see, I don't want to give any of that up. Uh, uh, listen to Botch. All right. There you go, Taylor. And watch, and watch Bosch. I will yeah. not watch Bosch. <laughs> watch Bosch. <laughs> I will listen. You will watch I Bosch. Will, I will listen to Bosch. But I will not watch. I will not watch Bosch. <laughs> that sibilance. <laughs> okay. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Unique New York. Watch Bosch. Nine, no Judas. Okay. Upper third. Almost upper third. Just not, it's cusping. It's cusping on upper upper third. Um, as a guy with limited hardcore experience, uh, I mostly have a sort of name dropping competency about hardcore bands, as I may have displayed on this episode. Um, you don't the, the the chariot is doing a lot of things that you don't really see, and a lot a lot of other hardcore metalcore bands doing, which is that sort of atonality, mathy sort of structure play that I guess you don't get with a lot of, I guess what we described as like easy core acts. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Especially uh, not in Christian metalcore. Like you don't get a lot of that oh, in, definitely. on the Christian side of it. Oh, definitely not. Uh, Christian metalcore bands by and large are, we, we, we did a Demon Hunter episode okay. way, 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 way long ago. Yeah. Um, a year ago. I don't know why I did it like that. But um, we sort of determined that it was um, it was EDM for people who were horny for guitars. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's kind of what a lot makes of... a ton of sense. That's kind of what a lot of passable hardcore is. Mm-hmm. But I, they were really concerned with the, the art of it, I think. They wanted to get rowdy just like everybody else. But also, they wanted to... Mess around with that time signature. They wanted yeah. to mess around with, what if we didn't do tones on this one? <laughs> that kind of <laughs> stuff. Also, um, also, I really trust... Uh, th- things I trust the South with are hardcore music and and leftist ideology. And butter. And butter. Yeah, yeah. I trust them to use butter good. Yeah. <laughs> the South is good at... The South is good at a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not good at a lot of stuff, but the stuff they're good at is communism, hardcore, and butter. <laughs> and putting oh, yeah. salt on watermelon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very uh, good. That's good. Um, this, I mean, this is not my favorite type of stuff to listen to. Uh, and I only say that to expose my bias. Uh, but this goes. It's very good. And uh, it doesn't feel 
it doesn't feel like a thing that's cashing in at all. Yeah. And the fact that it's so casual about the way it was built from the ground up, especially with like naming the track listing after people that were just fans of the band. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that sort of like don't give a hoot attitude the band has. Zero uh, hoots. Yeah. I'm I'm giving it a I'm going I'm going I'm going ten. I'm going ten Judas. How about that? I, I one thing I will say is that they don't give a hoot, but they also don't pollute. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Looting and polluting is not the way. No. Here what Captain Planet has to say. All right. Griffin. Uh yeah, I really like this record. I would say, you know, I listen to a ton of stuff like this and it probably doesn't make my you know, top 25 or 30 hardcore records ever, but it's really good and it's definitely my favorite probably my favorite Christian album or Christian adjacent record out there. Okay. Uh it's if you like chaotic hardcore or any stuff like that, it's it's I think they're an interesting band. They do do some moderately avant-garde stuff with like some of the weird samples and stuff like that they play into that a little bit more on later on on their last album actually on one wing but uh no i just i think this is a great record it's it's really unique especially for christian music uh you know there's this i haven't heard much else like this you know you you hear it in like secular music there's like plenty there's a lot you know math core and stuff out there but Mm -hmm. Uh, I just thought they were a really unique band for this t- for this scene specifically, and a lot of people really, really like this band. A lot of people with chariot tattoos out there. They have nice. like this skull symbol that's like their logo. Badass. Um, is it anything like the Punisher symbol? It's it kinda is. Uh oh. You should look it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm imagining a Punisher symbol with like really short teeth. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of spiky teeth. It's like a spiky toothed Punisher. Oh man, I'm gonna look up this chariot logo. Yeah, looking uh, it up. One thing. Oh, I yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Here, yeah, just show me. You beat me there. One um, th- yeah. One thing. Oh yeah. It's it's thick Punisher. It is. It's Punisher with two C's. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, ten no Judas from yeah. me. Ten no Judas. It's it's not uh, a perfect record. But I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. If you like stuff like this, and you want a secular version that is better, listen to Botch. All and, right. and watch Bosch. And no! watch <laughs> Wash Bosch. Wash Bosch. Do not watch Bosch. Wash Bosch. Bigosh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Cool. 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 I. Uh, the the thing I picked up on a lot was like the fact that. You kept using the the phrase chaotic, like yeah. chaotic metalcore. And I guess the opposite of that, or I guess like another variant of that would be like dark or like evil metalcore, yeah. right? Well, I was, I, I, when I use like the word chaotic, it's more just about like just, there, especially in metalcore, there's tons of really sterile sounding stuff that's like to an obvious like program drum set. You know, yeah. everything's extremely crisp. You can hear every single instrument. And maybe a better word for it is sloppy. They're okay. like a very oh. sloppy band. Dirty. Like they are not necessarily tuning their guitars in between songs. They are tracking it live. It's a lot of noise and feedback. I, I it's see. It's very, there's a, so much going on, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. 
because I was kind of wondering how you were like what the antithesis of chaotic was, but that makes sense. It's more of like a what you're seeing is what what you're hearing is what you're getting with this band, right? Yeah. Rather than. Yeah, I think they, especially you can hear it, I said it earlier, but you can hear it in Josh's voice, how he, he sounds like he is hurting himself. Like he just, he has to shout about the Lord as much as possible. Yeah, he's taking really bad bumps with his vocal cords. And you know, the guys are slamming themselves in the face on accident with their guitars while they're throwing it. (laughs) (laughs) They're just beating the shit out of themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's like a... Which is like, (laughs) it's like self-immolating, but milder for the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly like (laughs) self-modulation. Yeah, like the Catholic people, right? Or extreme. That's from that Dan Brown book, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The the, Da Vinci Code? The pale pale guy. Da Vinci's Code. (laughs) (laughs) A Dan Brown story. Dr. Da Vinci and his magic code. (laughs) Dr. Demento's Code Breakers. (laughs) Well. Pretty tight grouping on this rating here. (laughs) Uh, congratulations to Chariot. Um, we have one more seg before we before we do plugs and uh, get going. Uh, we have to send one song to Digital Heaven. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we have a playlist called Digital Heaven. <laughs> Go follow it on Spotify. And uh, your say has more weight. Griffin. Okay. Uh, but I want to go ahead and cast my vote for the king. Um, so it's a song off the album. It's a, a song, song off the album that gets to be immortal. That gets to live in digital heaven forever on our Spotify playlist, Digital Heaven. Oh wow! I think the King's a good one. It's 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 a it's a it's a really solid song. Okay, it has a really good outro. The outro the outro is so good. My only other choice would be David Delahaz, but that's that's kind of like an e- that's like their number one song on Spotify. You know, it's yeah. kind of a you know, it's kind of an easy pick. Yeah, so. we're we're not we're not here for that that normie appeal. We're here to. <laughs> There we go. We're going to get them deep cuts. It's there. Welcome to heaven, the king. Long live, comma, the chariot. Yep. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Griffin, where can we find you online? What are you doing on the internet? Where Where are you being on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Waluigi. It's spelled like a Ouija board. So (laughs) W-A-L-O-U-I-J-A. Love that. Uh, Handles so much. That's that's like the park place of Twitter (laughs) handles. I can't believe I got that. Me neither, dude. (laughs) That's beautiful. I I made my Twitter account in 2015. They had that long to get that. Wow. To find Waluigi. Yeah. yeah, Uh, And I do a podcast called Podcasting is a Dead Scene. We... uh, review music and do kind of like deep dives on bands we just started doing the show uh our third episode's coming out this week we're doing a uh, what's that third ep about it's a uh, best of first half of 2018 so we're going to talk about our favorite records from the first half of 2018 okay uh and you can find us on twitter at dead scene cast and on instagram and find us on itunes and all that kind of stuff so cool beautiful beautiful well um Let's let's say let's say thank you to a few people. 
Thank you to Jarvix for our intro. Thank you to Cameron Brewer for our outro. Thank you to Wampus for our Tune Talk stinger. Thank you to Molly Devine for our Talk in the Walk stinger. Thank you, Griffin, for being on the show. Hey, thank you guys for having me on the show. Thank you for listening to the show. And thank you again to Good Trash Media for powering the show. We are going to sign off of the praise down the same way that we always sign off from this show. And it goes a little something like this. Uh, song Solomon get dirty. Yeah. <laughs> song, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. I think Solomon. Yeah, Song of Solomon get dirty. Uh, so your brain can get clean. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye. Round the whip, what what what? Holy Ghost 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 round the whip, what?